Welcome to vlog. Run out of fingers. I know. Welcome to vlog 11! Gotta stretch after that. Welcome to vlog legs 11. 11. So, how have you been? What is new? The Stockwell Playhouse used to be called the Lost Theatre and it's a bit of a hidden gem been around for about eight years and it has a huge auditorium but a tiny little entrance area and bar and it's a bit off the beaten track but keep your eye out for it because every now and again they do get some good stuff. I was there on Monday to watch a piece of new writing directed by Scott Lacrasse and written by Catherine Thomas called Never Trust a Man Bun. Good advice. If you like performances like Phoebe Waller-Bridge in Fleabag, which is currently in its second series on BBC, after starting off as a one-woman show at the Soho Theatre, then you'll definitely like this. The humour is very similar. The problem is, Phoebe Waller-Bridge makes it look easy now. But you've got to remember that she started out in the exact same place and worked and worked and got better. There's a lot to be said for anybody writes a play and produces it themselves. I give them full credit. It is the first play she's ever written. So yeah, well done Catherine. I managed to then interview the four cast members after the show. It's about a dinner party between four millennials and basically everyone wants something slightly sneaky from this dinner party and comedy ensues. It's all about how it's kind of like the sort of love square between four people um, and how all about relationships and about how they try to topple each other to gain. They're all in it for themselves, basically. They're all trying to get what they, they all want something from someone else and they're trying to get that. And that's what, that's what most of the comedy from the play comes from. There are different motives within everything and sometimes they clash, sometimes they work. Um, and I think it's all about like hidden morals with characters with very conflicting intentions mm. um, and a lot of sort of double dealing um, and dodgy stuff going on that the other characters aren't aware of. You're going to see the full interview on my YouTube channel. On Tuesday, I went to see a fellow at the Union Theatre. This is the third in a series of Enemy of the State series by Phil Wilmot. And you know what? I actually really enjoyed it. When I was studying, I used to hate Shakespeare. This is a reworked, reimagined version, and it kind of works. They've scaled it back to two hours, so obviously they're going to be cuts, they're going to be rewrites, but they've still kept the essence of what Othello is about. The set is beautiful, as always, designed by Justin Williams, but the sound is the thing to look out for in this production. It's incredible. It really does transport you into this new world that they've created. And it's got a great cast. 
Ricky Lawton stood out for me. He played Iago, which is not an easy character to get to grips with, but he did it perfectly. Really impressed. I interviewed a few of them for my website. Have a look at my YouTube channel for the full interview. There's a moment right at the very start of the play, and I'm not going to say what happens, <laughs> but uh, I'm not actively participating at this stage. And uh, someone's playing some music, and then that music stops, and you just hear the soundscape. And it's, it is generally tr transportive, you know, I, I feel like I'm in a different location. I'm standing in a, you know, a theatre with brick walls and <laughs> on the hot lights wearing a costume. But I feel like, you know, if I close my eyes, I could be, I, c I could be in a tropical environment just... What can they expect from it? Us fighting. Yes. A lot. Yeah. It gets, it gets a good right hook on me. Yeah. Um, so I don't think they can expect anything. They're, other than that, they know it's going to be Othello. They broadly know the arc of the story. But everything else I think is different. It's on until the 6th of April, so if you get a chance, go and see it. On Wednesday, I was at the Young Vic to watch Jesus Hopped on the A-Train. This was a really good show. Really good. The Young Vic are head and shoulders above some of the other theatres around there. I genuinely love this space. And as a theatre, they do a lot for the community, which includes offering tickets for local residents and getting community involved in their productions. They're doing a great job. It's quite a complex story, but beautifully portrayed. And Dervla Kerwin, who you might recognise from TV, the Irish actress, does a stunning American performance in this. And she's married to Rupert Penway Jones, who is gorgeous and was sat in the audience watching the show two rows in front of me. I genuinely had to resist touching him. I wouldn't do that. Anyway, his missus is incredible, as were all the cast in this. It genuinely is a stunning, stunning production. Go and see it. On Thursday, I went along to watch Peter Caulfield in his intimate gig in Crystal Palace. Peter, you might recognise, played King Herod in open-air theatre in Regent's Park. His voice is exceptional. I always find it amazing when you see somebody who has commanded a stage like the open-air theatre and that amount of audience to then do something which is an intimate little venue with 30 people sat around tables and he's there and he's connecting with you and his voice and his song choices are always beautiful just such a simple stripped back acoustic version with him and a guitarist and a few little songs that you wouldn't normally hear him sing so yeah i really enjoyed it and he did something quite controversial and decided to put into his set a michael jackson song did you see the neverland documentary shocking isn't it but it raises debate. Do we stop listening to Michael Jackson? Why? I don't know. I don't think we should. Regardless of what he did, we don't know. His music is legendary and we have to keep performing it. So he did. Playing an encore of Man in the Mirror, he asked the audience respectfully whether he should do it and they all said he should. Here's a little snippet from that. It's gonna feel real good, gonna make a difference, gonna make it right. 
Stag's studio space to watch Goodbye Norma Jean. It's a brand new play written by first-time writer Liam Burke and directed by Robert McGuire. This is what the studio space should be about, producing new work by new writers. And although it's not perfect, it is quite an interesting concept. It follows the story of Jack Cole, a prolific choreographer from the golden age of movies. It stars Tim English and Rachel Stanley, who plays seven iconic film actresses of the era, including Lara Turner, Norma Jean, Anne Miller, Gwen Verdon, Jane Russell, Betty Grable, and Rita Hayworth. The set and costumes by Stuart Charlesworth are beautiful. There was even an audible gasp by two members of the audience when she comes out in that iconic fuchsia dress that Marilyn Monroe wore. I saw a documentary on Netflix called Tab Hunter Confidential and I've always been fascinated by this era. And if you liked programmes like Feud, Betty and Joan, you're definitely going to like this show. I was also an associate producer at London Theatre Workshop when they produced Judy, which was a look back at Judy Garland's life. We had three different actresses play Judy at certain points in her life. So if you saw that and liked it, you'll probably like this. Boys Magazine gave it five stars. On Sunday, I made my second trip of the week to Above the Stag to see Romance Romance. This is a reimagined version of the original Broadway show, which was produced in 1987. It's been reworked to now feature two gay couples as opposed to the original heterosexual couples. It's been directed by Stephen Dexter and Summer Strallen. It stars Alex Lodge, Blair Robertson, Jordan Lee Davis, and my favourite, Ryan Anderson. And they are all incredible. Their voices are stunning. And they're all pretty gorgeous. If you like Company, and you've seen the reworked version that they've done, then you'll really enjoy this. It has all the elements of Sondheim. It's set in two contrasting acts. The first being set at the turn of the century in Vienna, with the second being in modern-day Hamptons. The show is running now until the 6th of April. Go and see it. On Sunday evening, I then went down to see my super trooper, Steph Parry. Bless her, she's been getting over a little bit of laryngitis, but still put on an incredible show. I won't show you any clips of Steph because she'll probably kill me. Instead, I'm going to show you a couple of clips from two of her guests, who were fantastic. Ross Harmon and Jade Chaston, who played her daughter Sophie in Mamma Mia. So I wanna know
Jacob Fish was announced to take over Joseph this summer at Kilworth House Theatre. He played one of the brothers last year in the reimagined version at Kilworth and is now back to play Joseph. I am so proud of him. He is incredible. If you don't know him, he has done a few shows. The Adams Family, Eugenius, Seven Brides with Seven Brothers. He's done a lot. And Mamma Mia. So if you've got a chance, get down to Kilworth this summer. I will definitely be checking it out. Then meanwhile, at the Palladium, this is incredible. Despite rumours that Ollie Murs was going to be playing Joseph, they have cast a third-year arts ed student who hasn't even graduated. Well done, Jack Yarrow. Incredible. He is going to make his professional debut at the London Palladium, playing Joseph in the 51st anniversary production, alongside Sheridan Smith and Jason Donovan. Wow. By all accounts, he is exceptional. He was the lead in the recent grad production at Artshead of Newsies, which I didn't get to see, but I heard he was incredible. Can you imagine how he feels? It's incredible. I'm not going to lie, I have a long love affair with Joseph and Amazing Technical Dreamcoat. It was probably one of the first shows that I ever discovered when I was seven, eight, nine years old. And it introduced me to musical theatre and it ignited my passion for it. And for Andrew Lloyd Webber. So for him, having not even graduated, to be playing Joseph, that is a dream come true. Well done. Meanwhile, Jamie Hensley is currently on tour with their Kenwright production of Joseph. How mad is that? This summer, there will be three productions in the UK of Joseph. It's like we can't get enough, and I actually can't. And if you want to know more about my history with the show, go to www.thatstagyblog.com to read my blog, You and Your Dreamcoat. It's a good read. So that's it from this week. Thank you so much for watching. If you could, please subscribe. Just click that button down there. Cheers. And I'll see you next time.